So first quarter 2022 is now behind us and I can say with absolute certainty, it was a sloppy, choppy mess that we first previewed in early November of last year. During the first quarter of the S&P 500, just short inter-quarter of a correction, that's minus 10%, reaching down about minus 12.5% from its cash closing high to its cash closing low on March 8th. The NASDAQ composite, which is largely high growth technology and healthcare stocks, fell just short of bear market territory inter-quarter to around minus 19.5%. I'm Chris Paris with Oak Harvest Financial Group in Houston, Texas, and welcome to our weekly Stock Talk podcast. Before we get into this week's topic, which is a review of the first quarter markets, please take a moment to click on the subscribe button and click on the notification bell, so you'll be alerted when our team uploads new content. As I previously mentioned, the overall S&P 500 sustained its first intra-quarter correction, universally defined as a decline of minus 10 to minus 20% in price since our COVID lows in late March 2020. The NASDAQ Composite Index fell within a whisker of its own bear market defined as greater than minus 20% loss using market closing pricing. That's bad news. The good news is, had you not panicked at the worst time, that's on or near the lows, which is also when investor anxiety is highest, and had you stayed pat in your overall index or strategies that you designed with your financial advisor, you probably didn't blow up your long-term financial plan. Why? Because those two indexes, the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ composite, then violently rallied almost in a straight line into quarter end. The final tally on the S&P 500 was down about minus 5% in total return. The NASDAQ composite first quarter decline amounted to about minus 10%. And with that, the first quarter sloppy choppy mess was over, only to move into a second quarter for what likely will be another four to six months of messy overall action led by large and violent sector rotations. Here's a small list of big things that happened during the quarter. The NASDAQ 100 QQQ ETF declined into bear market for over two months and then recovered half of those losses in two weeks. In plain speak, it declined over minus 20% over about eight weeks and recovered half of those losses in less than 10 trading days. The bond market suffered its worst quarter in decades as inflation fears rose and America printed inflation numbers above 7.5%. With these numbers, the Federal Reserve ratcheted up interest rate increase talk. Also this quarter, Russia invaded Ukraine during the first quarter and the Russian market dropped 45% in a day and stayed closed for 26 days. Since Russia launched its initial invasion, even though there's been nonstop TV coverage of ongoing war atrocities and the invasion has induced even higher commodity costs, the overall stock market rallied strongly during the second half of March and the S&P 500 closed the quarter down around minus 5%. Seeing that we're behind the inflation curve, the Federal Reserve talked hawkishly nonstop in the news throughout the first quarter. In March, they hiked short-term interest rates for the first time since 2018. Also during the first quarter, spot volatility in the stock market as measured by the VIX index hit almost 39 intraday at the market lows. Things were so jittery that people were paying over 25% premium for short-term insurance for a few days and weeks versus the same policies lasting three months or more. That's panic. Energy and commodity stocks were the best performing asset in the first quarter, helped by oil prices briefly spiking to $140 per barrel. This commodity squeezed higher on the Russian invasion of Ukraine 
and the Western world sanctioning much of Russian commodity exports. These sanctions and Russia and Ukraine's importance in the world of commodities had numerous follow-on effects, including metals and grains. Also in commodity land in the first quarter, with global concerns of Russia being out of the nickel markets as a supplier, the London Metals Exchange was forced to suspend nickel trading and cancel orders in a truly historic move. This move was caused by a historic short squeeze caused by a Chinese nickel producer scrambling to cover a production hedge of his own company. This trading vaulted nickel futures up 150% during the quarter and up 100% in just five days. The investing lesson in commodities for the first quarter is easy. Only true professionals should be trading them, hedged or unhedged, and even then, the real professionals who know and control the actual physical supply and demand for the commodity can run into problems and can be forced into or close to bankruptcy very quickly. In the grain markets with Russia and Ukraine at war, soft commodities that they export to the world like wheat also had extreme moves throughout the quarter. The price of wheat futures doubled from about 750 to 1350 in less than 20 trading days in February and March. Also overseas, the Hong Kong stock markets fell almost 12% in four days on delisting concerns here in the United States, as well as COVID lockdown concerns over in China. As one can see, it was a very eventful and turbulent quarter, not just here in America, but also in the rest of the world. There's likely to be additional emotion and indecision in the markets over the next four to six months due to a myriad of excuses. The list we presented a few weeks ago includes one, Federal Reserve interest rate and balance sheet policy changes, two, ongoing global economic slowing due to Russia and Ukraine war and sanctions, three, higher mortgage rates zapping some consumer demand for durable goods and discretionary spending along with sentiment, and four, and finally, higher commodity costs, pinching demand, and margins. With all these worries, things should remain a sloppy, choppy, rotational mess for the upcoming months. If pressed, I would say the second quarter in the markets looks like a lurching grind outcome higher. How much higher? Normal would have us approaching our all-time highs over the next three months into late June. However, normal would also include us having a decline backfilling once again in the third quarter. Overall, it should remain a messy, outcome. We continue to expect more volatility in the upcoming second and third quarters, around which we are likely to make moves around the edges when we find value in single stocks or sectors. Should our market outlook and views change, or should we determine that we are experiencing more than a normal corrective period in both price and time in the overall bull market, we'll let you know and make larger adjustments that we believe can move the needle. Until then, we'll be moving slowly, and we'll be looking for companies that, one, either have high and stable, or two, improving and accelerating cash returns for the second half of 2022 and the first half of 2023, when we believe there will be a resumption on the ongoing bull market. At Oak Harvest, we think our clients are best served by us helping them plan for the future needs and risks instead of focusing on the past. Our crystal ball is far from perfect, nor is anyone's, which is why our advisors and retirement planning teams plan for your retirement needs first, and your greed second. Give us a call here in Houston to speak to an advisor and let us help you craft a financial plan that meets your retirement goals needs first and your greed second. Call us here at 877-896-0040. We're here to help you on your financial journey into and through your retirement years. I'm Chris Paris and from the whole team here at Oak Harvest, have a great weekend.
All content contained within Oak Harvest Podcast expresses the views of the speaker and is for informational purposes only. It is based on information believed to be reliable when created, but any cited data, indicators, statistics, or other sources are not guaranteed. The views and opinions expressed herein may change without notice. Strategies and ideas discussed may not be right for you, and nothing in this podcast should be considered as personalized investment, tax or legal advice, or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell securities. Indexes such as the S&P 500 are not available for direct investment and your investment results may differ when compared to an index. Specific portfolio actions or strategies discussed will not apply to all client portfolios. Investing involves the risk of loss and past performance is not indicative of future results.